0: date posted Sunday, February 5, 2023 written at, O'Brien, Florida. Scripture from, 1 Chronicles 21 1-3 Translation, Living Bible, TLB Bible Text, 1 Then Satan brought disaster upon Israel, for he made David decide to take a census. 2 Take a complete census throughout the land and bring me the totals, he told Joab and the other leaders. 3 But Joab objected. If the Lord were to multiply his people a hundred times, would they not all be yours? So why are you asking us to do this? Why must you cause Israel to sin? Application. In today's society, we tend to hear of Satan getting to church pastors, that generally results in a setback for the global church. But the Holy Spirit really pointed out to me through the different folk that were impacted by this move of Satan in the heart of David, that I felt compelled to ask that we all open our minds as we examine this scripture. Here are the affected parties, as I saw them. Joab, although loyal to his master, the king, Yet Joab smelt a rat-dash he knew that David's command was not reflective of what God would do. In looking back from our current view, we know that God reduced the army of Gideon to 300, because God knew that in his power, he could win the battle based on his power and not the army of men that would face the enemy. In today's scripture, Joab was an admirable leader, and he didn't use this nudge from God to incite evil against his king, instead he respectfully took his concern directly to the king. The people of Israel, Even though it was obvious that Satan was the one who got to David, Joab didn't confuse the matter when he spoke to David by saying that Satan would cause Israel to sin. Joab placed the sin directly into David's court. But both in these introductory verses and in the judgment passed down by God, the Israelites were impacted. Why, 70,000 of their countrymen were killed by the uproar brought on by God, because of David's sin. But can't this also happen in a church congregation when their pastor commits sin, such as we hear in disturbing news reports way too frequently? if, as a congregation, we are lifting up our pastor in regular prayer, and if our love for our pastor is very evident to him, would he still be tempted, feel unloved and uncared for, and give in to the evil one? Or would he be so protected by the God of our prayers that his eyes would remain fixed on God? Dear friends, just as our pastor feels a deep responsibility for us, his congregation, I believe that we are also to feel a deep responsibility to always keep our pastor close to the throne of grace in our prayers, love and support. Just as in the case of David, When our pastor is defeated in sin, we may very well share in his punishment for that sin, especially if we are lacking in our responsibility to God on his behalf. Please be careful to note that no matter how awesome we feel Dade was, the only hero in the accounts of this chapter is God. He never changes and is forever true to his Father. If we are seeking to be more like Jesus every day, then we must learn to follow his example, even the difficult ones that he handled with such heroes of the faith, like David while you may feel like your sneaky sin was committed in private and you are confident that no one else knows about it, please be reminded that God knows all things, sees all things, and hears all things, even to our thoughts. As believers in Christ, it's Him that we serve, love and adore. We want others to follow in our example, but remember, they will probably still follow, even when we mess up, so be very careful to honor God in all aspects of your life. Stay strong in the faith dear brothers and sisters. It's all about God for nothing good have I done to deserve God's only Son. Blessings noted, because of God's amazing grace, I can be more than a conqueror. Prayer, Lord Jesus, because I am of the same human state as David, I can, and I probably do commit the same sin as he did. My readers, listeners and I are standing in your presence begging for forgiveness for the times that we took the reins and tried to live life in our own strength and with the same misguided qualities that get us into trouble much of the time. Forgive us O Lord and help us to keep our eyes fixed on You and our daily goal always centered on Heaven with You and the Father. I am convinced that the unsaved need to see genuine, Christ-centered lives for them to believe that Jesus is Lord of our lives. Lord may there never be doubt in what they see in us, for You are our strength and our everlasting hope. Amen. Footnote, there are two more pages on my blog that will provide you with additional information, one of them being to know Jesus. If you have been challenged to make a decision today after reading this devotional, please click on the above page, or speak with a local Bible teaching pastor, or contact me at nuggetsfromgodswordatoutlook.com. Please allow someone to pray with you and give you help and or encouragement as you begin, or continue your walk with Jesus. Words underlined in my blog might indicate a link to a song that came to mind as I wrote the devotional. Feel free to click on the link and listen as you continue to read or pray. If this devotional was forwarded to you and you would like to see more, Please go to Nuggets from God's Word and read more, or you may freely subscribe for a daily email conveniently containing each day's devotional. You may also visit me on Spotify and listen to Nuggets while you're out and about. I would encourage you to find a church home near by your home, and attend as frequently as you could. Get to know God, and allow His people to encourage and strengthen you in your Christian walk, while making every effort to be a blessing to them. God is at work among His people. Please consider growing in your faith, as you worship with fellow believers.